Bush and Richie here with your Home Time Show podcast. Just about to start recording this. Looking out the window, Richie, it's a green Royal Mail van. You're kidding me. Is it still there? It's still there right now. This is unprofessional for me. I've got to come out and check this. Have a look. It's like, um, you know, you're like a really weird sweet in a, in a bag of sweets. It's like a, an anomaly. Wow. What's that about? What? They don't do I think green the vans. It's a little bit underwhelming. Is it? Yeah. It's got a picture of a plug on the back. What's that? It's because it's an electric van. It's Royal Mail trying to boast that they're green. Oh, is that what they... I've been suckered in, right? Well, we've both been suckered we in. We have, yeah. I thought it was like some kind of special delivery service. Particular parcels or something <laughs> no, like that. Well, there you go. It's green. It's just electric. Is the, is the show. It's better than this. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. High drama to start the show. Uh, someone tried to bump me off on the way into work. It was straight out of a spy movie. My stuff was tempered with. Uh, my pedal on my bike snapped off, snapped clean off Whoa. as I was cycling into work earlier on. Whoa. I nearly went. Now, at first I thought, it must be because I have incredibly strong thighs. It must be that. That can't... There's, there's no way you can deny that. I've got strong thighs. But then I looked at it a bit and thought, hold on a minute, no. It's almost like the pin in the actual uh, pedal has been tempered with. Oh. Like someone's trying to bump me off. Uh, and I've been thinking about it. It's literally like someone out of, like, a Roadrunner cartoon. Want to put it here for this first hour of the show? Just open it, open it to the to the home time audience, right? If you've had a minor misfortune this week that could be interpreted as a bumping off attempt, get in touch and tell us about it. My wife made me a cup of tea earlier on today, and as she went back upstairs uh-huh. and left me with the tea, I noticed that the milk had curdled in it. Oh my word! Now I just I hope that's not a bumping off because then that would be very awkward it, at home. She's playing the long game if she's going to try and bump <laughs> you off with curdled milk. But still, it's the start. You, you, you know, you, you've blown the whistle there. You've spotted it. Chris says, guys, I've been changing the bathroom taps, but the pipes under the bath and sink have been constantly soaking me because they're not done up tight enough. Hashtag bumping off. Wow! Again, another slow process yeah. of doing someone in, but it still works. So look, have you had a misfortune this week that's straight out? Out of a cartoon could be classed as a bumping off attempt tell us now and seek safety I actually remember studying a movie at media studies when I was at school called Double Indemnity I remember that do you remember Double Indemnity film noir yes. there's a speed limit in this town Mrs Jones is 25 miles an hour I got from I can give you a ticket uh, and that was about uh, doesn't the woman take out like a double indemnity on her husband and gets yeah. him bumped off absolutely yeah. need to have a word with Katie wait a second I'm about to ask so are you are you pointing the finger at your other half with this with this yeah, pedal I am there's something going I'm not worth anything though I mean what have I got to give like a guitar in case you have the rest of my bike that hasn't been ruined here's the question have you had a misfortune this week this straight out of a cartoon or it something? appears to be uh, the other halves this tweet here says I positioned the baking trays in a way that, so that when my boyfriend opens the cupboard door they all crash out on him wow that is that's kind of a slow torture it is isn't it keeps him on his toes though yeah. uh, Mark says drove my Lambretta this week to find the locking nut on the front wheel missing some suspect going on there he says very good point all of these are being logged this text here doesn't leave their name says I've got a seven seater Zafira uh, with all my mates in it we took the mickey out of until we ended up going to Wales for a stag do I had six people in my car and all the luggage in a roof box another group of friends were in a Saxo going one way we decided uh, to go the other and race to see who got there first nice. uh, big Zafira on a single track road going about 50 was dicey to say the least kept feeling a little play in the steering wheel it was like that all the way down there after we arrived I decided to have a look at the steering 
arm, lifted the car up and both front wheels fell slanted <gasps> as the bolts weren't even a finger tight, all five on both sides. What makes matters worse is the guy who changes my tyres is my ex-partner's now husband. Wow! That is, that's a riddle right there in terms of a bumping off attempt. I hope they're not pointing the finger at the saxo, people. But something going on. There's Very something going strange. On. Jeff remembers his vividly. Jeff, what happened to you? It was just before Christmas, I had Covid. Um, my kids didn't believe that I couldn't taste or smell anything. So I decided to test it by filling a cup of tea with salt for me. Oh, my word. See, wow. not only are you on your knees with COVID, they're then testing yeah. your claim that you can't taste by sticking salt exactly. in your tea. Yes, and then I had a good laugh about it afterwards. And, wow. Jeff, this is another really worrying occurrence of the bumping off, uh, certainly the attempt, being perpetrated by the people closest to you. It's always the ones you've got to watch, isn't it? It is, yeah, you've got to be careful. If you were bumped off, Jeff, what would be the main item that they would get passed down that you own in their will? Uh, well, the only thing I own that's of any value is actually my bike, strangely enough. Oh, OK, brilliant. So they get a nice bike out of it. <laughs> they do. That's it. <laughs> they might not have bothered with the salt if they knew that. Uh, this text here is another case where it's the people closest to you. My wife left a threaded needle dropped into the carpet, which I then stepped on. Oh, my word. The result, two threads of cotton coming out of my shin uh, and half a needle broken off deep inside my big toe. Needed surgery to remove. Now, that's the one that actually is the main needle in the sewing machine, right? Mm. That's, that's the big needle. That's the big one, yeah. That is 1600s. That's a witchcraft attempt. <laughs> Simon says, the first time I met my girlfriend's parents at their house, they gave me a glass of lager I was very grateful I was understandably nervous I drank about half the beer before I noticed that sitting at the bottom of the glass was a large and very sharp piece of broken glass <laughs> something out of uh, an Agatha Christie Whoa. novel that isn't it wow so uh, yeah obviously the parents didn't like him wanted yeah. to bump him off straight away Sue says I think I'm trying to bump myself off I broke my nose with a car aerial then fell down a manhole yesterday in the park <laughs> how did you break your nose on a car aerial <laughs> do cars even have aerials like that anymore <laughs> oh, good point uh, please Sue, more information, 8, 12, 15. We've got Jenny on the line. Tell us about you being bumped off then, Jenny. I was swimming the back garden yesterday and the mm. wheel that holds the wire flew off and gouged really deeply into my leg. Oh. I think it was aimed for my neck, to be fair. Wow, so just... clearly someone has tampered with your gardening equipment and is trying to bump you absolutely. off, right? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. A strimmer, what a chilling thing to be tampered with. Just not not even the string on the strimmer, I know that's not the correct word, but even the little spinny disc thing with the hooks on it, yeah. I know that's not the correct word. Who yes, do you, who yeah, do you think, in the people the in your word, life, yeah. Jenny, is there someone that you think might have the most to gain by you being out of the picture? Probably anybody in my house. Kids, husband, anybody, really. Jenny, it's a chilling tale and it's going to make me go home, go straight into the shed and uh, check the little uh, cassette inside it right now. There's the word, there's the word. That's the one, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just be careful, power tools are dangerous. Now I need to come before you and hold my hands up and say, Bush, I'm over Love Island. What? I'm over Love Island. There was a time years ago, not so long ago, to be quite frank, that I was into it. I watched it all the time. But I can tell you, a couple of weeks into this season, I'm completely clean. I've not watched a second of it. What about your other half, Natalie? I can rely on her to watch it along as well. 
she did 45 minutes of the first episode and she came through to me. I'm playing on the Xbox next door and she comes through and goes, Dad, you know what? I'm done with this. Can't watch this season. You nearly went full in on the X and then just pulled it back a little bit because she's on your side. And Have I, I pulled it back enough? I'm not sure. But I need to stand before you. It's a bit of a confession, really. I was wrong. I was wrong. I think the thing that I've, I've looked at this season, I've kind of thought to myself, do you know what? This is so far away from where life is right now. Yeah. Foreign holiday and all that kind of thing. There they all are in the sunshine. Yes. We're making two with the UK <laughs> holiday in the rain and the cold. And then, you know, there they all are, you know, matching up, you know, matching up with people all over the place and all that. And we're still, you know, keeping our distance for another couple of weeks. It just doesn't, it just doesn't feel, I can't get into it. The whole, the whole concept of recoupling yeah. it just seems wrong at the moment, doesn't yeah. it? So how do you feel? So you've, you've kind of uh, recounted your sins, if that's the word, uh, and now you're, you're, you're being absolved of any blame of this programme. Because I, I do watch Love Island, but I'm so kind of ashamed of it I'd never say it in front of people so I'm carrying the sin around with me <laughs> yes you are do you know what I mean well I, I would like to come and ask for the forgiveness really I would like to hold my hands up and say a couple of years ago I was wrong I've seen the error of my ways yep. I'm not watching it anymore please forgive me Any, any. Uh, I feel like it's a weight off your shoulders you look like a different man already I do I, I, I feel like it's gone I feel like <laughs> I can move on it's as if it's never happened well I, for me then uh, Father I Have Sinned I uh, watched quite a few series of uh, Below Deck uh, the programme where yes. uh, it's about people working on pleasure cruises. To the point where I had to go onto my account and, and go and hire another channel and subscribe to it called Wahoo or Wawawi or something like that. Hey, you. Uh, uh, Woo Wah or something. Woo-wah, it's yeah, with the Woo Wah channel. <laughs> and I've just recently cancelled our subscription to that and we're not watching anymore. <laughs> I'm over it. And I feel better for it. Uh, absolved. Thank you very you know, much. I think it's a liberating oh. thing when you realise you're wrong on something and you, you can hold your hands up and say, it was a mistake, please forgive me. I so, yeah. I feel so good. Thank you so much for uh, cleansing me of that. I would like to imagine that this is a chance that you too would like to take. So if there is a programme that you were, you were really into and you've, you've started questioning it and you've stopped watching it, you're thinking, what was I thinking? Uh, Will Pritchard. Uh, also, Richard Thompson, The Walking Dead is not proving popular regarding our hometown TV confessional this evening. Absolve yourself from blame for a programme you're slightly ashamed of watching. I'm going to chuck another one in. What was that programme that you got me to watch and uh, I did three quarters of a series and I'm never going to go near it again uh, with Sutherland in it Designated Survivor Des- I am absolved of my sins you can ba- you can baptise me in a local river No because I still love that No program, no no, no, no. I, I'm not sure I can see it as a sin <laughs> Jane of Sheffield says Married at First Sight Australia Never Again <gasps> We've got a bit of a uh, TV show confessional running this evening I'm not having that That is my one of my favourite programmes ever <laughs> I'm sorry as Padre Bush in this uh, religious combo we got going on here. I can't, I can't uh, sanction that. It's bad news for you, Jane. I'm Damn. afraid. What TV show would you admit to once watching, but you're done with now? For me, Love Island. Uh, Alison says I don't watch any soaps at all anymore, but I'd watch Brookside if they repeated it and El Dorado. I feel like she's still got a weakness going on there. A little bit. Lucy says the news. Good point. Uh, especially right now, uh, yep. John. Step forward. What is it for you? It's Spenders. Uh, I remember. When I was in a previous relationship, um, my ex used to put it on all the time, and at first I used to hate it, but um, as time went on and my relationship with my ex deteriorated, I started to get more into it because it, it sort of distracted me from the situation. And, uh, yeah, so when that relationship ended, I literally stopped watching EastEnders straight 
straight away, and I realised the error of my ways. Wow, so you got your Sunday back, there's no omnibus to have to sit through or anything like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, because at that time I actually used to work um, quite late, so we'd actually watch the omnibus. Oh, <laughs> it, was, it was torture. John, there will be millions who are still in a situation that you were in. If you could give one piece of advice to those millions of people still ensnared by EastEnders, what would that be? Um, pray. <laughs> You've not looked back though, have you, John? You sound, you sound like a, a liberated oh, no. fella. Oh, definitely. Do you know what? It's weird. My other half, Katie, watches EastEnders, and I say this quite a lot at the moment. I turn around to her and say, now's the time to knock it on the head. <laughs> everybody's in prison or everybody's in hospital. It's ridiculous. Just knock it on the head. Oh, yeah, the amount of times Phil's been shot or something like that. Yeah, I, I was just glad I don't watch anymore. Uh, Vicky says, Bush, Richie, it has to be the original series of Prisoner Cell Block H to the point that I'd watched more than 500 episodes. My auntie Ronnie from Liverpool was obsessed with that and has watched them all. Imagine getting through 500 episodes of something and then realising, do you know what? This isn't very good. 500 episodes of shame. <laughs> are we absolving her of her sins here? I think we are, just because of the length that she's gone to. Uh, give her a bit of holy water. John says... Uh, I uh, know not John. He's picking up on what John said earlier on. Remember the guy phoning about not watching EastEnders anymore because of his ex. And Matt from Swindon says, "I've stopped watching classic EastEnders on UK drama after years of viewing. It's now become too modern for me since Barry, Sanjay, and Nigel joined the cast." <laughs> Thanks for that, my friend. Thanks very much. 100 balls, 100 phoning topics. Neither me nor him know where this is going to go. Hear this spin. This is the Tuesday Tombola. Those are the 100 balls that you can hear. It's just come to a stop. Let's find the hatch. Let's open it up. Let's find out what ball it's going to be. What number do you reckon it's going to be? Just a guess. 12. Really thinking about that? I'm going to say number 61. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I probably thought too long. <laughs> 29. Oh, Both of us way off. Damn. <laughs> now I look at number 29. If you could start a rumour about an animal, what would the rumour be? Wow. <laughs> what an opportunity. What, what a gift in the final hour of a show like this. Might say you can make up anything that becomes truth about any particular animal. And it's not about anything that can sue you because it's an animal. Like <laughs> raccoons can play cards. I don't think animals can sue, can they? There was, didn't, there was that monkey that took a selfie, wasn't there? Do you remember that? That's true, yes. And someone got sued because of that. But on behalf of the monkey. Yeah, so the monkey kind of got legal, you know, uh, representation. If you could start yeah. a rumour about an animal, what would the rumour be? Anything goes. Uh, Robert in Stevenage, <laughs> if you put a blindfold on a panda, it will always walk magnetic north. That'd be fantastic. What a fantastic rumour that is. Basically saying that a panda is a an animal compass. It's No offence to pandas in general, though, but it'd be, I like that rumour because it kind of gives them a purpose because they're not really into anything, <laughs> no, are they? Not, not even into each other. They can't be bothered to no. do anything, can they, at all? Uh, we've got Tom on the line. Tom, what is your rumour? <laughs> Penguins can fly, but they choose not to. <laughs> I like that. It's like a. I think that for this to succeed, there's going to be a little grain of truth in there, so it seems plausible. <laughs> there's enough of a grain of truth for me to actually Google can penguins fly. I know that is awful of me to admit. That's a good point. When they just huddle round for ages, they, they look like they can't be bothered most of the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they do have wings, but their wing structure is not strong enough for flying. It's just been evolved for swimming. So there you go. There you go. Brilliant rumour. Fantastic.
Brilliant, thank you. Neil says dogs can play pool. It must be true. I've seen the picture. Oh, there is actual picture yeah. evidence of it. I love this one. Military forces around the world use homing pigeons to pilot cruise missiles. I did not know that. Get yourself to Bletchley Park. There's a whole thing about homing pigeons there during the Second World War. Uh, Mark, what's your rumour? Well, honey badgers. Well, I mean, what's that all that about then? They think they're really tough. They're called honey badgers for goodness sake. OK, and what's the rumour you'd like to spread around about honey badgers? I'd say honey badgers. They think they're really tough. But they're not really. They all go home at night. Probably put some Barbra Streisand on the stereo. Right. Relax. And just chill out a bit. Just to take it one further, I like that. You're kind of undermining the hard-ass kind of, uh, you know, vibe that honey badgers have got. Why do we we put a rumour out there saying that honey badgers have got a glass jaw? Another boxing term? (laughs) Catch them, they're down. I'd love to give Mark the opportunity to tell a honey badger to its face. We, we can make that happen. Once once this whole, you know, this this year of lockdown is uh, sorted out, we get a circus ring sorted. Would you be up for that, Mark? That sounds good to me. That didn't scare me. Ball 29 came out of the Tuesday Tombola. If you could make up a rumour about an animal, what would it be? Nate says all flamingos are white, but some flamingos are turned pink as they swim in water, which contains red algae. <laughs> that almost could be true. <laughs> James and Lester says birds whistle the theme tune to Let It Be without realising it. I don't think that's the rumour. That Surely there's so so many birds out of the history of time. That's got to be true. It's like the monkeys and typewriters thing, isn't it? Uh, the animals' lawyers have been listening, but you've come up with some great ones. Uh, Jimmy, Ball29, what's your rumour? Faced with an opportunity, all badgers can cartwheel. Wow, so badgers who are normally quite aggressive um, but annoyed characters, you'd say yeah. that for a bit of fun they will cartwheel when maybe, maybe no-one's looking. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I'd love to see it, because when you think about your badger, they haven't exactly got long limbs, have they? Oh, and you do need to no, stretch but, your limbs uh, when, out. But, uh, you know, when faced with uh, a twig, a branch, they'll happily go over it with a bit of gaiety. Oh, I see you mean, so you, it, it, they would go over... You know, is it the Frosby flop in High Jump? Yes. They would do that kind of thing. Just, just for kicks, no other reason. <laughs> You having a busy night tonight at work, Jimmy? I'm, I'm actually driving my son to a tabletop club. What's a tabletop club? It's it's a club whereby they get together and play Warhammer, D and D. You know, little tiny models of beasts. Good lad. We'll have to get you onto our uh, taxi club when that comes yes. back maybe next week. What do you do whilst he's a tabletop club then? Do you just sit in the car or you go home and pick him up later? Uh, pretty much. It's a uh, 24-7 taxi driver at the moment, yeah. The other son's gone to police cadets, so yes, they're just, just out and about. Uh, sits in the about, car and comes out with other rumours about animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Active imagination. To do. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Imagine if the Absolute Radio logo got changed from the wonderful purple that it is to green just because they had decided to power the studios by solar power. Well, yeah. We could have green credentials. I don't want to start a war, but uh, Leona Graham, who does the No Repeat Guarantee, it's a lot of hot air coming out of her. <laughs> you've been listening to The Home Time Show on Absolute Radio. When you go home, you've been listening to The Home Time Show. The, the last bit of, of the No Repeat Guarantee. Soon, May, your tea will come. You can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel. The Home Time Show is about the Essex Loop, the bird invasion, and I hate 
Night Warping, the hometown show we speak of pundit shoes, and a lass called Leona. Soon may your tea, tea will come, come, you can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel.